You're listening to episode number 374 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and amazon.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. When we were among the lucky many, I guess, that got to see Beatles Love now that it's reopened, we saw its reopening show. Yeah, Yeah, opening night. Uh, you know what? I, I almost feel like maybe I've seen it too many times because I just didn't enjoy myself. Really? No, not really. It's an amazing show. Say, it's always like, amazing. Wait, what? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. No, it's even even six times that we've seen it. It still <laughs> feels new, you know, yeah. when you go see it because there's so much. Well, and this time we were we were way up high. Yeah. We were in like the highest top, and we've we've sat in a lot of different levels, which I think we talked about before. Depending on where you sit, the show is very different. Yeah. Um, but this time we were like what three or four rows from the top. Um, so we were way, way, way high up, mm-hmm. um, which is again a totally different perspective on yeah. everything that's happening. So, and they've, um, I had somebody on Twitter asked if the show is still the same. It is essentially the same, the same show from pre-pandemic, um, but they've added some additional, especially like lighting effects, mm-hmm. um, and changed, just tweaked a couple of the performances a little bit here and there. But it's yeah, it's essentially the same show. It's yeah. just. Uh, and I, I, I will feel bad about ever complaining about wearing a mask again while working, especially because the, <laughs> the performers, unless there were only one or two of them on stage, yeah. they all had masks on. You know, it's funny. Um, they had a uh, Corey Taylor, the lead singer of Slipknot was like, dude, if I can wear a mask and scream right. for two hours, yeah. he goes, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they, they, for the most part, the performers, uh, like all their, their big group dance numbers and this kind of stuff, they all had masks on while they were yeah. doing it. So it, and, it, and it wasn't even as distracting. It was no. it, like you saw it and you're like, wow, but like for five minutes and then after that, you just kind of forgot about yeah. it. Well, and they don't, I mean, they don't sing live in, right. in love, so it's a little bit different. It's more the physicality of mm-hmm. what they're doing and breathing through it. But yeah, um, it, it was a fantastic show. It was so much fun. Yeah, I was agreed. so glad. And it kind of brought a tear in my eye because I'm like, oh, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, listen, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Of the million dollars in fines levied so far in 2021 by the FAA, 112000 are Vegas-related. 
Seven of nine incidents involved passengers flying into Vegas. Top violations include drinking alcohol not purchased from the airline and not complying with the mask mandate. Fines ranged from nine to $15,000. I can't imagine going on vacation and doing something fucked up, you know, as you're on the way in. On the way in. Yeah. And then getting like, oh, yeah, we went on vacation. I got a $15,000 fine <laughs> because I acted like an asshole on a plane. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Frankly, I'm, I'm actually quite surprised that, um, uh, bringing alcohol not purchased from the airline is as big of a problem as it is. I, you know, we've talked about it on the on the show before. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, don't be stupid. I I'll bring mixers on the plane with me, and I'll be right up front with the the stewardess right. or excuse me, flight attendant, and say, "Listen, I've got my mixers here, but can I buy this Woodford from you? I'm going to mix a cocktail." And and usually the 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 uh, flight attendant is like, "That is a really clever idea. It's super cool. That'll be twenty eight dollars for this bottles. tiny little bottle." <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. Um, but so that surprises me that they crack down on it and people are are, are stupid. Well, um, as for not wearing a mask mandate, it should be $115,000. And let me tell you exactly why. If you divert my flight into the happiest place know, on earth right? because you're an asshole and won't put the won't put a mask on, you know, it, particularly because at this point, this is not anything new, right? This right. is something that has been going on since the pandemic back in March of 2020. So this isn't like they took it away and brought it back. And now you're just trying to stand your ground. Right. I just, mm, I, I, it's, it's, it should be way more. Well, and I think, I think Tony, to your point about the alcohol fine, you know, drinking it non, not purchased from, you got to remember a lot of the airlines in the last year have not been selling alcohol. So if they find you with alcohol right. in the it's plane, easy to find. there's yeah. only one place it came right, from. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, Fair. that that I think is where, and even, you know, flying, they make the announcement. You are not allowed to open anything, you know, alcoholic beverages you brought with you on the plane. They're very clear on it. So if they yeah. see it when they're going up and down the aisles, and there's a good chance that if you have already had a cocktail or two before you got on the plane and then try to have one on the plane, you're probably not as stealthy at hiding <laughs> the alcohol as, you know, you would sure, think. Right. Um, so that, that doesn't really surprise me, but yeah, the mask mandates, we actually watch, Oh, what's the name of that show? The airline, um, security camera show that we've been watching. Airline security cam. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't remember. Shoot. I'll have it's, to- it's something clever that they tried to take. Like, it's like, buckle your seatbelt or something. Yeah. Or, or safety in the air or something like that. But anyway, it's this whole show that's nothing but, um, security camera or, or personal video taken in airports and on airplanes. Yeah. And the number of unruly passengers that, you know, folks have filmed, you know, being taken off the plane and what they've done is just like one of them. I remember, and it's amazing how many of them are flights going to Vegas or coming from Vegas. Right. Because Vegas is, has been on this show a couple times. <laughs> One of them in particular, I remember, she s- somehow snuck on board the plane and then refused to leave, like, forever. Right. And they kept talking to her, you have to go. She's like, I'm not going, I'm not going, whatever. And so they ended up deplaning everybody else. She wouldn't get off the plane. Then bring the, bring the cops on. She still wouldn't get off the plane. Like, the whole thing was just like, what are you... Right. It's crazy. What, what are you hoping to accomplish here? What do you think you're going to do? You really think this plane is going to go? Oh, okay. Let's just leave her on, and we'll, you know, never mind. She hasn't bought a ticket, right, or anything else. But yeah, we'll just leave her on, and she can fly because she threw a big enough fit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's I got unbelievable. Oh, I have to check for the name of that show because yeah. it's it's actually a lot of fun. It's and it's it's amazing some of the videos. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, 
that's that for random uh, Vegas. Let's talk about the twit pick of the week. Pretty much every building built since the landmark topped out at 31 stories was built taller, but that doesn't diminish the feeling the landmark exudes as a skyscraper. Something about that pod at the top just captures the imagination. Sadly, the casino at the top didn't last long as gamblers liked to get right to the action and didn't see a point in taking a trip up to the top. So they turned it into suites. Considering its fate, imploding to make way for more parking uh, for the Las Vegas Convention Center, it's apropos that the the existing parking is featured prominently in this week's winner, brought to you by AtPixVegas777. So... We lost another quality casino. Well, I don't know how quality it was, but uh, nonetheless, we still lost right. a, a beloved casino because of the LVCA needing fucking parking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, really? And again, they, they put that like one of the landmarks signs kind of up in front of where it used to be. Right. For the, uh, for the uh, bus stop. Right. Which is, it's great to see that. But then, yeah, you think about it now and it's like, wow, not only did we lose the landmark for that, now we've also lost... Riviera. Riviera for it. And yeah, it's just kind of like, and then again, Riviera didn't even use the property that was on right. Las Vegas yep. Boulevard. Or I mean, the LVCA didn't even use the property. So right. it's, it's just, they have yeah. a lot of power in this town. And yeah. you know, yes, there's, and it, it, there's a reason it's because they've historically been an economic generator, but not so much the last almost two years. Well, <laughs> you're not fair, I guess. <laughs> Well, listen, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, this is... As a as a guy who just irrationally loves Bally's, uh, let's talk about this Bally's dining option. Okay. Nobu at Bally's has now closed as the staff transitions back to Virgin uh, now that renovations at the property are complete. With the closure of uh, Buca de Beppo and Tequila Taqueria on August 1st and the temporary closure of BLT Steak, that leaves the food court as dining options for staying at the property, for those staying at the property. Of course, there are more dining options available in the Grand Bazaar, but the internal changes continue to fuel rumors that the property is either going to be rebranded or potentially sold soon. I still think the sold is weird. The sold would still be weird. Yeah, we've we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. But the, I just I don't think I realized that Nobu had moved. You know what? Neither did I. To, I, I thought the same thing. I mean, it sounded vaguely familiar, you know, like it was a prop bed or something, but I couldn't. Uh, I doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Yeah. I wasn't, like I said, it wasn't even on my radar. When I saw this, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So, and I'm still bummed that the, the taqueria is done. I, know. I love that spot. It was so good. Yeah. We had a lot of good meals there during mm. oh, yeah. assorted Vegas vacations. Right. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed and, and I am concerned. I, I, um, Scott said on his most recent podcast that he it's his um, prediction that it would be more likely that Bally's is going to be sold if you're starting to gut all of the eateries within the restaurant, Mm. um, you know, versus, say, a rebrand. Now, this is me speaking, not necessarily speaking for Scott to say, you know, even if they went to Horseshoe, I don't think that um, a tequila taqueria would necessarily be 
in conflict with the theme of, of right. a horse. No, of I would horse. No. Oh, no. But I, I will say this, um, and I can't say how I know this, but <laughs> I, I know that they are actively exploring and negotiating for other restaurant concepts. Oh, okay. So okay. I, I don't think they're just shuttering them, kind of going, all right, let's close it all up and then packages out for sale. Because if you think about it, that's not appealing for somebody looking to buy it. It's like, okay, well, now you have no restaurants and I've got to figure out how to fill all that yeah, in. Yeah, right. I got to come in here and I got to right. start bringing stuff with me. I mean, realistically, you'd want there to be restaurant concepts with leases because then at least you know you have an income stream for something that you're buying. So right. if you just close all these and try to sell it, you're just devaluing That's the property in and of itself. Yeah. I so, can see that. I can see that. So I think it leads itself more to rebranding than it does to, to sale. Okay. I like it. I do. I like it. It certainly uh, keeps in the family, so to speak, that right. way. And I and I uh, that is what I'm hoping. Next up, Rise Vegas. Area 15 will debut a new bar attached to a balloon this fall, 2021. It's called Rise Vegas. Guests will be lifted 13 feet in the air via Thir- a six 13 feet, thir- 131 feet. You know what's funny <laughs> is my uh, my cursor was over that. Over That's the other awesome. one. It was perfectly That's covered awesome. up. It's uh, uh, 131 feet in the air via a 16-person gondola. Seeming to conflict with the with Vegas laws, children are allowed on this attraction, which is to say that they are allowed to sit at a bar. I was going to say, why would you let... It's a bar, right? Yeah, I don't get it. It's interesting. So is this how, something that you would be interested in doing? Eh. Yeah, it didn't really ring it, cool to me. It's one of those things, and we've talked about it before, like for us, for me, parasailing... Is boring as hell. Yeah. Um, and so just sitting, and, and I guess there's a time limit, right? So you need to right. plan on, you're going to be stuck there for a period of time, however long it takes the balloon to go up and then come back down. Right. Um, and it seems like they should let you know what that's going to be in case somebody has had a lot to drink beforehand and didn't use the little boys or little girls room. Right. <laughs> and then we're stuck. There could be some very interesting showers happening that day. Then. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, well, this is kind of like they used to have, or I don't think they ever actually did it. But they were talking about doing that dining experience where they lifted you up a crane and you were like strapped into your seat. I think and they did do that for did a while. Did they actually do it? I think it was down on the. It was on the, the north south end. end. I thought it was the south end of the strip. Maybe it maybe it was. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, that to me always just kind of seemed like mm, I don't know that I'd want to do that. So <laughs> I, no, I don't really. But I also still don't really have an interest in going to Area 15. Right. What so, about what about the experience? Like like. You know how sometimes they got dining in the dark. Is that something? Oh that no, you, you no! I have no interest in dining if I can't see my food. No, because I'm not. I'm not going to be like scrambling around trying to push shit on my plate, wonder what it is I'm putting in my mouth. <laughs> That's not. You're not that level of foodie. No, okay. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this kind of stuff doesn't. I mean, unless they had like a super awesome cocktail list, that was something you'd want to try. You're like, all right, I'll sit down for a half an hour, whatever it takes for this thing to go up and down, and. Yeah. If you had a couple friends around and talking, but other than that, no, I'm not particularly interested. I am interested in hearing about the Allegiant Stadium outage. Right. <laughs> During last Saturday's WWE SummerSlam event held at Allegiant Stadium, the concessions payment system went down. Don't forget, Allegiant Stadium is cashless, which means that all the concessions were down. In some cases, it was reported that free water and soda were being handed out by vendors. The outage impacted all venues that use the same POS, including the San Diego Padres Petco Park. So that's that's <laughs> that just seems like the POS. Can you imagine shit the bed. sixty to seventy thousand wrestling fans, wrestling fans, wrestling. 
not being able to get their beers. Right. All I have to say is I hope that they figure out what happened and prevent it from happening again. Because you can you imagine if you had Raider 70,000 Raiders fans <laughs> at a football game that couldn't get beer? Right. Oh, that would not go over well. <laughs> the stadium might have some damage done to it. <laughs> right. Uh, POS in this instance, kids, does not mean point of sale. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, this is super cool to talk about. There are new Battleborn pins available. Yes, a new batch uh, are now available at Battleborn.shop. They include Treasure Island Skull, the MGM original Lion Entrance, Four Queens, Lady Luck, and Binion's Horseshoe, and that's just to name a few of them. And remember, pins range in price from $10 to $12, and you get free shipping on orders over $20. Don't forget, you also get 20% off if when, when you order if you use the promo code 360. I was psyched. I just randomly decided, you know, like it was first thing in the morning. I'm checking Twitter. I'm checking, you know, the, the news. Right. And I, I, I just pulled that set up. I'm like, oh, I'm curious what she's been doing for a while. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a ton of new pins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see. Especially the skull and the lion, I think both are... Yeah. Sound interesting to me, but then also the classic ones like Lady Luck and and all of that. Yeah. So I love that she's she's able to continue to keep finding new designs and because she's got to get licensed for those, right? No, she doesn't get oh, licensed okay. for them. That's why she's shy about uh got it about promoting. Okay, well, we'll help her out. But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see what I'm assuming you've ordered them. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to see what they look like. Awesome. That's awesome. All right, well, that's going to do it for news. Why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Journey is performing a short-term residency at the Theater at Virgin starting December 1st, 2nd, 7th and 8th, 10th and 11th, and shows start at. Oh, that's uh, apparently it wasn't available and I forgot to finish the note. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be there, though. Yes. Chippendales announced that they will be returning to their residency at Rio starting September 1st. It's only because of my niece that I'm like, oh, I know. I'm glad it's back. So that way she, it, she might still do that. Our, our niece turned 21 in May of um, 2020. Mm-hmm. So she had a, a big trip planned out here with her mom and her sister and her mom. Um, I don't think it was Chippendales, though. It was the Magic Mike show. Really? Because that's at Sahara now. Yeah. Well, now it is. It wasn't then. But because I think... Maybe I just always thought it was Chippendales. I'm pretty sure it was Magic Mike because I think one of the guys from Jersey Shore was on it and she was all gaga to see him. No, Chippendales, remember, they kept doing all those celebrity people. Oh, okay, well, maybe that was it. But anyway, they they actually had bought, like, one of the primo spot seats so they would be, like, right on an aisle. (laughs) and grind it on. Well, yeah, and they they had the sash and the crown and everything for her to wear for her 21st birthday. (laughs) I think Brandy was actually working on a sign, so they were going to do their best to to get some attention. But, yeah, I felt bad because I had this whole thing planned and, you know, COVID just wrecked that. <laughs> yeah. An actual dumpster fire near the Fat Burger <laughs> restaurant on the Strip caused concern as black smoke billowed out over the, over the Strip. Once discovered by the fire department, it was quickly extinguished. I, I can't believe how much black smoke that caused. There was a ton. Well, you think about the amount of grease that's going to be yeah. in the dumpster by Fat Burger. Come on. <laughs> and I heard, though, that they arrested somebody for arson. Oh, really? Yeah, that it was intentionally set. Um, hmm. I mean, 
intentionally set could have a wide range of meanings. Right, right. Yeah, it, it was, and it was like black smoke. You could it see it. It was thick. It, it, mm-hmm. it reminded me of when Monte Carlo caught on fire. So yeah. That was the kind of smoke that it reminded me of. Yeah, it was It was definitely noticeable. Yeah. And it had a, a lot of people posting questions on Twitter. What's yeah. going on? What's happening? Right. It was announced that the Indoor Football League's 18th team, located in Vegas, will be called the Nighthawks. Nighthawk games will uh, be played starting the 2022 season in Henderson. Henderson? (laughs) Henderson? Henderson? You know, it's funny. I've seen, um, oh, our beloved marathon runner. Christina. We we talk about her. I, I always try to, you know, keep people's, like, first names private if that's what they prefer by having like marathon uh, runner on the her monster on their twitter but but christina has referred to henderson as hender tucky yes. on twitter people in henderson <laughs> so, don't like that no i can imagine they don't, they don't. that probably seems a little little uh, uh, the, the funny thing is is there's a, a large part of henderson that is it is hender tucky <laughs> well i was gonna go the opposite way first and say there's a lot of it that's very nice it's got yes. shopping it's got great residential housing but the thing is you get a little bit further out of what is considered Henderson and yes it's yeah. it's much more remote and um, yeah more fitting of the name right. but it's, it is kind of funny hey so we did season tickets before for uh, arena, arena football. football are you interested in doing it for this I and mean, we would have to go down to Henderson all the time yeah I mean it's it's in Henderson so I'd kind of want to see what the, the schedule would look like right because if they play during the week that's going to be tough it's for us to do for well it depends on how late they play the games yeah um I mean, I'd be interested because indoor. I just it was so much fun when we did it before. Yeah, but I'd probably, I hate to say it, I'd probably want to like go check out a game or two first before. Sure. We jumped in on it yeah. unless they're they're offering a hell of a deal because you know they're gonna do like personal seat licenses and everything else with us that could be kind of expensive. Mm. But I, I'm interested in looking at it. I think they'll do personal seat licenses for a small eight thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. I mean, it's the same. It's owned by the same guy that owns not only the Vegas Golden Knights, but then the Silver Knights, which is the minor league hockey team that's yeah, also gonna playing, be playing in the same in the same arena. The Dollar um, Loan Center. Yeah, and so now he has a minor that's league. Such a bad name, Dollar Loan Center. The only one that I think is worse is uh, the Arizona Cardinals when it used to be called University of Phoenix, Phoenix Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, because it was so confusing because the Cardinals used to play at the University of Phoenix. Right, but it's not at the University of Phoenix. No, uh-uh. right. Yeah. It, it's yeah, that was a, that was a whole crazy thing. The Raiders became the first team to announce that they will require proof of vaccination to attend games in Allegiant Stadium. I just don't care. Like at this point, like whatever it is that'll make If if I if they, you know, decide to do this and it means I can go to a game and not have to wear my mask because I'm vaccinated, I am all for that. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see if it drops some of the ticket prices. Hmm. If especially like some folks that might be coming in from out of town that maybe aren't vaccinated and they're all huffy about it or whatever, do they start trying to unload some tickets that they've previously purchased? Huh. Um, I'll just be interested to see what happens to them because right now they're fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Unhappy with the city council's latest proposal for a downtown waterfront ballpark, the Oakland A's continue to consider Vegas for a re- for relocation. The team's lease at their current stadium runs through 2024. I, I still don't Come on, see Oakland, you can make this work. <laughs> With the 25th anniversary of rapper Tupac Shakur's shooting in Las Vegas, Vital Vegas is calling for the creation of a permanent memorial. 
Currently, a light pole at the corner of Flamingo Road and Koval Lane with massive amounts of greedy... Damn. Greedy? <laughs> with, and then, kids, this is totally and utterly no alcohol in my system, so maybe <laughs> wow. that's perhaps the problem. Uh-uh. So let me try that one more time. It's a light pole at the corner of, of Flamingo Road and Koval Lane with massive amounts of graffiti on it, and that's all that really stands there. Now, but even that is enough to draw fans to it. It's wild. I've seen it before, but I didn't realize that that's what it was about. Like, I didn't pay enough attention to it to realize that people were putting R.I.P. Tupac and stuff like that on there. Yeah, I, I just remember that corner is a little rough. Yeah, it is. So, it. Yeah, I can't believe it was twenty-five years. I know, isn't that crazy? We're getting old. Yeah. Well, it happened while we were kids. Well, yeah, twenty. <laughs> Main Street Station appears to be upgrading their exterior billboard signage. Speculation is so they can replace it with LED signage. Makes sense. Which it does make sense, and that would be super cool if they're investing some money and upgrading the spot a little bit. Yep. Tropicana is once again projecting things on the side of their hotel tower. For those of you who have never seen it, it's like a building wrap come to life. That is really cool. It is cool. Yeah. I hope they continue to do it. Although, wasn't like the last time we saw it during the day, I vaguely remember that the white wrap that's kind of on the building that also makes it easier for them to project. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's a little rough in some places. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen parts of it sort of peeling and falling. That's what happens when they change ownership several times. Right, right. People aren't regularly putting money into the place. Eater Vegas confirms that Spiegel World, the people behind the show Opium at Cosmopolitan, will take over the space formerly home to Rose Rabbit Lie. Super Frico is the name of the concept. It's uh, Italian-American psychedelic, or at least that's how the cuisine is being described. I have no interest in that. So is this something you're interested in? Because aren't these the same people that did Rose Rabbit Lie? No, they're not the same people, oh. I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't I don't think so. No, the way they're d- describing this, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd have to see what the menu looks like before I give yeah. it a try. Because, again, Rose Rabbit Lie, for me... Um, the the supper club aspect of it wasn't my favorite because it was just loud and it was difficult to talk and uh, especially pre-pandemic when the performers were wandering around and you know would stop at your table and serenade you is just not something I enjoy Um, so but the food there was super creative and inventive and delicious Mm -hmm. so I'll have to see what the menu looks like to see if it's something but right off the bat I'm like yeah okay we'll see what they do yeah It was announced that Lady Gaga will return to her residency at Park Theater starting October 14th. However, she will only perform her jazz and piano show. No word when her Enigma show will return. That's a bummer because if I'm going to go see Lady Gaga, I want to see it. Well, especially at that price. Yeah, I I would want to see the full blown, you know, Enigma crazy costumes. Right. I appreciate it. And I'm not saying that I'm not interested in it. Yeah, no, I mean, watching her unplugged, I think, would be a. It'd be a fun little treat. Yeah. Kind of a night. But I, my first time seeing her, I kind of wanted to I, be the I big production. I agree with you. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're aligned <laughs> on that. <laughs> Cosmopolitan's SCK Steakhouse has added live entertainment to their Sunday brunch. Brunch is available Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. I wonder why they're just doing it on one day. Try and maybe it's just a test to see how it works. Yeah. I, I can't imagine how it would. 
I mean, unless it's just a guy with it's, an acoustic guitar. No, but you got to remember, this is kind of one of the new things in Vegas. So think about all the supper clubs that are coming up where they have the live entertainment and everything right. going on. And, you know, STK only added brunch, I mean, not that long ago. So I think they're just trying to, maybe they're looking to see if it will help drive more people in or mm. scare people off. But I think they're sort of testing it by just doing it one day. Okay. And finally... Brad Garrett's Comedy Club at MGM Grand is relocating inside the property. It will now be located in the space formerly home to the China Tang restaurant after a major remodel. Do you know where that is, China Tang? I do not. No, I don't know either. But I guess it means it's not going to be like down the long hallway. Yeah, now it's, of- now it's supposed to be <laughs> on Restaurant Row, I remember reading. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. He's getting upgraded location. Right. It must mean that it's done pretty well. If Hopefully, yeah. Especially yeah. What, it, what it took you to get to his place before. Oh, my God. Jeez. Well, it was if you were already self-parking, it was a short walk. It was well, self-parking you right yes. there. But I don't think his, his guest came specifically. Probably not. <laughs> well, look, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have listener feedback. Karen, why don't you give us our first email from Jim? Awesome. So our dear friend, although, is it Jim or James? Isn't this James? No, this isn't James Jones. All right. My apologies then. So Jim writes, in keeping with our best friend status, I offer this review of our stay this past weekend. I start by saying we are not in our 20s, 30s, or 40s and have been visiting Vegas since around the mid-80s, but have only stayed downtown once in all those bygone years. So please keep in mind, this is a review by mature people, let's say. (laughs) We're all getting closer to that category, Jim, don't worry. (laughs) As I listen to On the Corner of Main Street religiously, one thing leads to another, and a couple of emails later, we're booked at the plaza for three nights. So off we go. Before landing at the plaza, we pulled into Resorts World to take a look. Nice, pretty, and new, but a bit sterile for our taste. On to plaza pulled in, checked in, and we were upgraded to a suite in the North Tower, compliments of Lisa, who took time out of her busy Friday to meet and welcome us. Shout out to Arby, yes, Arby, at the registration desk. She explained everything we ever wanted to know about the property. (laughs) We unpacked, geeked out about the room and the view, which looked over Stadium Swim and the DTE. Over to 8 East, dumplings and noodles, done better than anyone else. Full stop. (laughs) Walked to Fremont, reacquainted ourselves with the hotels, and back to Plaza. Then off to Oscar's Steakhouse Bar for the happiest of hours with the best bartender in Vegas, Chelsea. Drinks, shrimp, meatball, and french fries. Perfection. (laughs) That's an interesting way to describe dinner. (laughs) A lot of protein there and a few carbs. (laughs) Gambled until 2 a.m. Wife won. I lost. So we broke even. Day two. Up at 8, breakfast at MTO Cafe in Summerland. I had no clue there was one walking distance from the plaza. (laughs) Food and service were outstanding. Visited Red Rock, lost and left. (laughs) Drove to the Strip, walked the east side, Paris, Bally's, Flamingo, etc. It's a bit depressing to see our beloved Bally's in the state it's in. El Dorado sucks. (laughs) 
A sentiment shared by many, Jim. Absolutely. Back to the plaza. Dinner at Oscars. The dining room this time. I had the rib cap, which I can attest to is delicious. Yes. And the wife had salmon. Both outstanding, as was the service. Shout out to Eric. Walked Fremont Street to Cortel... Uh, ooh, wow, okay. <laughs> Walked you pulled a Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I also have not had anything to drink yet. Walked Fremont to El Cortez... Why do I want to say Cortez? I don't know. Walked Fremont to El Cortez and back. Gable. Gable. <laughs> awesome. All right. This is like the worst the rating I've done. <laughs> oh, my God. Gambled until 3 a.m. I won. The wife lost. So, again, broke even. Day three. Up at nine-ish. Breakfast at the Smashed Pig on East Fremont. I had the pork belly benefit. Benedict, wife had the breakfast burrito, lively place and has a great atmosphere and one perfect wake my ass up Bloody Mary. Drove, drove to the strip to visit Caesars in Cromwell, lost at Caesars, won at Cromwell, broke even. Back to the <laughs> plaza. This guy's I'm, killing it. I, I'm going to say, I'm sensing a good theme here. Quick refresh and change of clothes. Effing hot this time of year, eh? Yeah. Oh, he must be from Canada. Up to the bar at Oscars. See a trend there? Drinks, shrimp, meatballs, and creme brulee all at the bar. If not for that pesky job thing, I'd still be sitting there. Gambled until midnight. Both played for hours and broke even. That's a win. Day four. Homeward bound. Got talked into stopping at the pepper mill on the way out. Quirky, cool interior, food, meh, and overpriced. Enough said. I I completely agree with him. No. Yes. No, you're oh, both I, wrong. No way. I, I take exception. <laughs> the food is definitely meh. Yeah, may, maybe. I don't know. I, I kind of like big greasy portions of breakfast food. <laughs> it, it's great greasy breakfast food. I will agree yeah. with that. Overall, if you're missing, quote, old Vegas, by that I mean people who actually care if you're in their place or not, who after meeting you once remember your name and more importantly your drink, people who see you on the gaming floor and take the time to come over and talk to you, you have to stop at the plaza. No, it's not the newest or the fanciest, but there's an atmosphere there that's missing in those fancy new corporate casinos. That's a dig. There you go. The room was clean and big, really big, with a great view, great bed, and shower. I do remember those rooms being large. Yeah, I think they were. We love this property, but it's only part of the story. The very best thing about the plaza is its people, in all caps. They make the difference, and that's a testament about the culture Jonathan and his staff has created. That's it. I tried unsuccessfully to keep it short. Now I have to catch up on that 360 Vegas podcast episode I missed. Cheers, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. That was awesome. I love that. We still yeah, have I'm, to I'm stay. I'm glad gave uh, downtown, especially downtown now, like present day, 2021, a try. I, 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 Jim, if I had only one thing to caveat, I would say I think you would find that a lot of the and then I mean, this is no slight to the good people of, of, of the plaza um, because they took very good care of us during Vegas vacation 10, especially kind of spur of the moment. Oh, but yeah. right. I, I think you will find that that is that is absolutely true. Your comment about if you like old school Vegas. Hold on, let me. He said, if you like old school Vegas and by that, I actually mean people who care. They care if you're in their place or not. Um, I think that that you'll find that, that that downtown that's that's absolutely true um, all over downtown. I just uh, and we've said this on the podcast before in a very real sense. There are times where I could foresee myself being a downtown goer and then making one off trips 
to the strip. That's right, right. Yeah. As you know, as as opposed to the other way around, where most people stay on the strip and make one-off trips to downtown. So I I I'm, I love that he loved it. And and Jim, there's so many more fun places that you'll want to check out downtown and it's so easy uh, and main street station out there yeah and it's so easy to get to different places downtown so even like he was saying i mean they went down to fremont east i mean that's a totally different vibe than when you're under the canopy Mm -hmm. and there's so many fun funky places down there that are i mean i guess they're pricing compared to some but they're so much more reasonable compared to the strip and they're so much more creative and inventive i feel like a lot of places on the strip are kind of your standard oh we have this for breakfast we have this for lunch we have that for dinner you know so yeah I'm glad I'm glad he enjoyed it because I yeah. do think that folks that have you know historically done the strip are missing out on Agreed. what downtown has to offer yep cool alright and then we've got one more uh, email this one comes in from our friend Ruben so why don't you uh, share with us what he what he had to say I will and I have to say that so Ruben actually had reached out to me on social media and um, had mentioned that he was going to one of the preseason games at the stadium um, he's he's from Seattle so he's a Seahawks fan and I said hey I would really love to hear how your impression of it went because I've heard a lot of mixed things about um, getting to the stadium you know, getting out of the stadium, just all of that. So I was like, okay, you've been there. I would really love to know what you thought. So that prompted this email from Ruben. My overall first impression of Allegiant Stadium, a.k.a. the Death Star, is mostly mostly positive. It is a shiny new gem built to honor the people and businesses of Las Vegas. In true Vegas fashion, they spared no expense to officially open Allegiant Stadium. Live musical performances during the game provided a unique touch, hoping this can help showcase more talent from around the city during the NFL season. Plethora of food vendors were all open for business. Vegas favorites, Fuku Burger, Nacho Daddy, Pink Box Donuts, Graffiti Bow, Pizza Rock, and Evil Pie featured their best sellers. That's a hell of a lineup, I yeah, have to say. Yeah, that, my goodness. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Holy cow. Wishing I saw more local breweries on tap. Yeah. Now for the not-so-good. Travel to the stadium is a mixed bag. We took an Uber from Park MGM three hours before the game and spent $12 with tip. All right, that's pretty good. The drop-off is about 200 feet from the Hacienda entrance. Travel back to the Strip after the game was not so easy. We walked all the way back to Park MGM via the Hacienda Bridge and then proceeded to Dean Martin Drive. I think next time we will stop for drinks at the Luxor (laughs) MGM tailgate instead, or better yet, just get rooms there. Yeah. Lastly, pricing for most things seemed reasonable in comparison to other NFL stadiums like Lumen Field in Seattle. $37 for two domestic beers, including tip, and $15 for a hot dog. Maybe it's my age showing, but the margins on those items seem to have inflated over time. Yeah. I fully expect the Raiders games will help fill hotels and restaurants during the slower fall and winter quarters. I know I will be back for the Pro Bowl in 2022. Cheers. Ruben, who is at Mag, at MacBugs on Twitter. Thank you, Ruben. That's an awesome review. I was, I was curious, especially since we hear all the negative stuff coming out of... Yeah. Uh, from SummerSlam that there's some, you know, that they're, they're doing good. And I'm not surprised that, like, the experience in the stadium is really good. Um... I think the, again, getting to a football game or an arena or stadium three hours beforehand is not something that I would be a big fan of. uh Um, And I just wonder if, you know, if folks that got there much closer to start time 
what their experience was, was getting there because it made it sound like getting there was easy but it's a mass exodus when everybody's leaving right. that turns into a cluster right right so but thank you Ruben I really appreciate you sending that in and I uh, appreciate you sharing your your experience yes on what happened because we haven't been able to do that yet no, so not yet well, then I guess that's going to do it for episode number 374. Thank you all for joining and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our friends Jim and Ruben did, please feel to do so. That can be written or audio, and you can send that to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? You can find me at... (laughs) 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> God, Karen. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. You can find me at 360 Vegas Karen. <laughs> he just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Yeah.